show, the business podcast that's music to your ears with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's lesson is a very special guest teacher lesson. Today's guest teacher is Pat Flynn from SmartPassiveIncome.com and the author of the soon-to-be-released book, Will It Fly? And in today's lesson with Pat, you will learn how to define your ideal customer. This lesson is so important. Let me just repeat that again. How to define your ideal customer. Who are you talking to? What do these people look like that are perfect for your product and services? Who exactly are you targeting? There are so many new entrepreneurs and business builders that get stuck on the step the struggle with this so much, and this is why I'm so pumped to have Pat teach this lesson today. You need to define and find the right group of people that will resonate strongly with your products and services. This is going to make your life so much easier as a business owner because you're going to be selling your products and services to people that actually want it. So let's get into it, guys. Let's get down to business. of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by HostGator. If you want an all-in-one website hosting solution, you got to go with HostGator. Install WordPress with one click, register domain names, get design services, marketing services, buy SSL certificates so you can have secure checkouts. HostGator's got your back and they have 24-7 live support via phone, chat, or email. I told you guys, these guys are the pros. And best of all, they're giving listeners of the $100 MBA show a 30% discount off web hosting. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. As many of you probably already know, Pat Flynn is one of the biggest entrepreneurs online. He also has a very successful podcast called Smart Passive Income that's consistently at the top of the business section. And Pat is not a newcomer to business. He's launched different products, different services, websites, niche sites like food trucking, to software like Smart Podcast Player. So he knows a thing or two about launching things that work. And in his soon-to-be-released book, Will It Fly?, he focuses on how to make sure that your business ideas, your products, your services are targeted properly and are actually things people want. And he's going to be teaching a lesson from the research that he's done in the process of creating this book. And that lesson is defining your audience properly. Who is your ideal customer? Now, this is not one of those lessons about creating your customer avatar. He actually doesn't prescribe to that strategy. Instead, he has a more sophisticated strategy that he's going to be sharing with you today on today's lesson. So I'm going to let Pat take over from here, but I'll be back with my takeaways from the lesson, as well as how you can learn more about Pat's new book, Will It Fly? Take it away, Pat. Hey, everybody. What's up? This is Pat Flynn from smartpassiveincome.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, I'll be teaching you about how to create your customer Plan. P-L-A-N is actually an acronym that I'm going to teach you. And this is an alternative, actually a better alternative, to finding out who your customer avatar is. We often hear we have to figure out who our ideal customer is or who our avatar is. But I'm going to tell you why I don't like that idea. And I have a better solution for you and more in this lesson. So let's get down to business. Now, like I said, we always hear about this customer avatar or our ideal customer, 
and it's this made up person that you actually are kind of speaking to. If you have a podcast, you might imagine them while you're talking. If you have a product, you might imagine who this person is as you're building it and as you're figuring out what the features and what the benefits are and that sort of thing. And some some people give this person a name and a lifestyle and likes and dislikes, and and that that's great. I I completely understand the logic behind this thinking because we want to know who our target customer is because then we can feel for them, right? But I've always had this just, I don't know, this thing about the customer avatar that I never really believed in. And I think it's because this person is not actually real. And it's hard to believe this person. It's hard to actually feel what they're feeling. So whenever I'm taught and told to create a customer avatar, I often sometimes roll my eyes because I'm like, okay, I have to come up with this fictional person who is just a made-up Frankenstein of all the best things that I want about my ideal customer. And it just I never, I never like to think of it that way. I always like to think of it as what is the actual problem that I'm trying to solve and who are these people? Like who are these actual people in the real world right now who have this problem who I can talk to to figure out how I can best solve that problem? And so through this, I created this thing called the Customer Plan, P-L-A-N, which is an acronym which stands for pains or problems. L is the language that they use. A is anecdotes, stories, and N is the need that you can then provide to them. So again, the pains, the language that they use, anecdotes, actual stories from real life people, and then through that, figuring out what their need is. And then that is what you actually validate. That's your hypothesis, that need that you can then pre-validate, potentially even getting paid up front so that you can then decide whether or not that's something you want to move forward with. Now, the customer plan is broken up into four different sections like we talked about, the first one being the pains and the problems. Now, a business is really just a potential solution to a target customer's pain or problem. So the better you can solve that person's problem, the more successful your business will become. So, of course, this all starts with finding that pain and truly understanding it. And when you can extract that, the marketing almost takes care of itself. Unfortunately, too many people just dive into their business without a true understanding of who their potential customer really is. They, I mean, they might have an idea, but they never take the time to get to the core of what those pains and problems are. So there's a couple methods I have to share with you that are gonna help you understand what that problem or what those pains actually are. And by far the best way to research anything related to your target customer is to have a real life one-to-one conversation with them, a real life one-to-one conversation. And through that, there's some questions you can ask, and I'm gonna list a few questions here that are golden questions that you can ask in these conversations to dive deep into what the root or the cause of those problems and pains are, because that's what you need to know. You don't, you, you never just wanna ask a question and leave it at that. You wanna ask these questions, but then follow it up with other questions too. For example, what's something about whatever topic that you might be potentially extracting ideas about, what, what's something about that that frustrates you? Or if you had a magic wand and you could change anything related to that, what would it be? What problems are costing you the most money right now? What's the most important activity related to this topic that you do? Is there any frustration associated with that? What related to this makes up most of your time? Do you use anything currently? Software, products, services to help you do this already? And what, what do you like about those and what do you wish was better? What's something related to this topic that you have to keep doing over and over and over again? Now, those are surface level questions because you've just asked a question, but through each of those, you can dig even deeper. Now, you're gonna get amazing responses, but you wanna find out truly what is at the core. So you can ask questions like, well, why do you feel like that? Or how come you feel that way? Or what else do you think about that? Those kinds of questions, though so small, 
will give you those golden answers that can help you shape and define what your business or the solution that you're trying to create actually becomes. Now, if you can't have one-on-one conversations or if you have an audience already, for example, and you wanna ask them in whole certain questions like these to find out more, you can do surveys. Now, there's a great book out there by a guy named Ryan Levesque called Ask, which has completely changed the way I approach my own business and has helped shape what my business has become today. Now, there's one single question. If I could share one single question from this book that you can ask your audience in a survey or in your email autoresponder sequence or at any moment in time, it's gonna help you find out the most information in the shortest period of time. And that question is, what's your number one biggest struggle related to topic, whatever that topic is. And it's similar to these questions that we talked about in these one-on-one conversations, but when you shoot it in an email, it becomes a very easy way for your audience to open up. What's your number one biggest challenge related to whatever that topic is? Now, the cool thing about this is there's gonna be an amazing byproduct that comes out of this, and that is you get to see the language that your target customer uses in their reply. And actually, parts of those replies can be directly inserted into future promotional materials, sales pages, emails, and conversations even to help you have a stronger connection with those who you are promoting to or sharing a message with. Because as Jay Abraham says, if you can define the problem better than your target customer, they will automatically assume you have the solution. That's such an important topic. If you can define the problem better than your target customer, they will automatically assume you have the solution. So as you're discovering these pains and problems, take note of the language that they use. And as you run these surveys, actually find the most common words, the most common phrases, and use those as a way to describe whatever it is that you're trying to help with because your audience is gonna feel like you understand what they're going through. Now, to finish off this lesson, I wanna give you a quick but incredibly powerful tip that'll help you the next time you do a Google search and you're looking for information about your particular target audience. This helps you discover certain things like the pains and problems your audience is going through, certain questions they're asking, complaints that they have, keywords that they're using, and even anecdotes or stories that they're using and actually the language that they use to describe all those things. It's very easy. All you have to do is find a particular search term. For example, maybe the search term that you're looking for is how do I? So let's take that, put it in quotations, how do I, and then put a space and then cite S-I-T-E colon and then a particular URL such as that of a blog or even better, a forum. So if I type in, for example, in quotations, how do I, end quotation, space, S-I-T-E, colon, and then the URL, theflyfishingforum.com, Google will tell me every single instance on that forum that people have asked the question, how do I? This is incredibly powerful because I can go into each of those threads, each of those conversations and see what people need help with. Those can become blog posts, podcast episodes, videos, part of an FAQ. Those could become potentially products or at least a person I can go to to discover more about what they need. I can also use other search terms like I need help with or please help. How come I? What is the? What are the? When can I? Why is it? Again, putting those in quotations, site, colon, and the URL. Using that with some popular forums in your niche, you're gonna discover some amazing, amazing things about your audience. Now, you might also do the same thing with complaints. So using the same tool, uh, the same strategy, but in quotations instead put, I hate when. That's an amazing tip because people on forums love to share when they hate things, and that's a great opportunity for you to come in 
and be the hero. I would also recommend looking on Amazon. Now, Amazon specifically is a great research tool for finding out the different products and books that relate to your target audience, but actually the best thing you can do in terms of market research is go into the products and books that are popular in your niche and look at the three-star reviews. The three-star reviews are the ones that tell you the best information. There's a lot of one-star reviews on some stuff, and those may or may not be real because there's a lot of competition. People actually uh, review bomb certain products, which is very sad. And the five-star reviews, they might be just friends and family you never know. But the three-star reviews, the two- and three-star reviews are the ones where you always see, well, here's my list of pros and why I like it, and then here are the list of cons and why I don't like it. And that's going to give you a lot of information about what people like and what people dislike about those different things. And lastly, going back to the Google Sniper strategy, you can do that same thing to find stories that people tell on those forums or on blogs. The best thing you can do is actually search for a reaction that people have who read that story, and that is amazing story, great story, awesome story, good story. When you do that with the site, colon, and then the URL, you're gonna find all the instances where people say amazing story, great story. You can read those stories and better understand your audience from there. And when you have the pains and problems the language that they use, the anecdotes, actual real-life accounts that they are going through. And from there, you can finish off the customer plan with that N, and that is their need. And so through all this research, you'll have exactly that plan to serve them better. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. My name is Pat Flynn. If you want to continue learning about market research and product validation, you can visit willitflybook.com. Again, that's willitflybook.com. This is my book about product validation, how to test your next business idea so you don't waste your time and money. Now, it's not just product to market validation. It's also business or idea to self validation. How does this idea actually fit into the life that you want to have? Because I know a lot of successful entrepreneurs who aren't happy. I want to catch them before that happens. So again, thank you so much. You can visit that again at willitflybook.com. This is Pat Flynn, and thank you for joining me today. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by HostGator. Just the other day, I wanted to create a whole new website for our new customer service portal over at Webinar Ninja. We're launching that really soon. Now, normally launching a new website, it could take weeks. And a lot of the times along the way, you don't know if you're doing it correctly. I hopped on the live chat support over at HostGator, which is 24 seven, and they showed me how to do it. And in fact, I installed my new website in minutes, saving me time and money. I activated a new theme and I was ready to go to add the content talk about awesome service. This is why we use HostGator for both the $100 MBA and Webinar Ninja, and we're happy to have them as a sponsor of the show. If you want to save 30% off web hosting, make sure you use the $100 MBA show's special promo discount. Just go to HostGator.com MBA30 to get the 30% off hookup. Again, that's HostGator.com MBA30. Wow, that was an awesome, awesome lesson by Pat Flynn. And it was so, so critical. And I love how honest he was about how he felt about the whole avatar idea and how he, out of frustration, came up with this strategy, the plan strategy that he gave you today. I can't stress enough how important today's lesson was. What Pat talked about, about knowing who are these people, what's their language, what are their pains, what are they going through? This is how you not only find out who needs your product, but how to market to them. This exercise alone can change your business for the better in a major way. If you want to learn more about how to plan and launch a product or service or a business that you know your customers want, 
you got to check out Pat's new book over at willitflybook.com. Again, that's willitflybook.com. Guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. If you did, let us know in an iTunes rating and review. Remember, everybody who leaves us an iTunes rating and review enters our weekly random draw to win a free ride, a free lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community. Every Friday, somebody wins. And the only way to win is to leave us an iTunes rating and review. So go ahead and do that. It takes two minutes. All right, guys, that's it for me today. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. I actually want to share with you a personal story about Pat and I. And this story Pat does not know about. I haven't shared this with anybody publicly, but I think there's an important lesson that can be learned through this story that I want to share with you. So I've known of Pat's work for a very long time, and we actually saw each other a few times at conferences and talked to each other a bit for years. And it was just in passing, and we really didn't get a chance to know each other very well. And you have to remember, Pat Flynn is a big deal. He's a celebrity in our world, regardless if he admits it or not. So when we're at conferences, you know, I know he's busy. I know that it's hard for him to get to know people, and that's not the most ideal place to become friends with somebody, especially somebody like Pat, who their time is in demand when they go to conferences. Everybody wants a piece of him. And Pat was just really busy, so I really didn't get to know him personally on a personal level. But luckily, I had a good attitude about it. I know a lot of people in that situation be like, oh, Pat Flynn, he's too busy for us. But I said the same thing, but in a different tone. I was like, oh, Pat Flynn, he's, he's a busy guy. You know, he's doing good things. You know, he's, he's too busy for me. And that's the, that's the truth. He is because he's creating great things. He's doing great content. And I shouldn't be upset at that. I should admire that. I should say, hey, man, this guy's doing good stuff. He's spending his time wisely. And I should aspire to be as busy and producing as good work or better, Pat, <laughs> in the future. So I went on and I continued to do my businesses. We started the $100 MBA, the $100 MBA show. He continued to do his thing. And over the course of time, we just naturally got to know each other through some mutual meetings, some mutual time. And recently this year, we got the chance to know each other and it wasn't forced. We spent some time, we went bowling together. We found some ways where we can help each other out in business. And it became a much better relationship because it was organic. And I realized Pat is actually a really nice guy. He's genuinely a very, very sweet person. And I always thought that about him. So the lesson here is if you want to get to know somebody in your space that you really admire, but they're just very busy or the timing's just not right, don't worry about it. Just keep doing your thing. Keep doing noteworthy work. Then eventually you'll get to know them in an organic, natural way, and in a way that really makes sense. I'm glad that happened with Pat and I, and I can call him a friend. Thanks, Pat, and thanks for all your support with everything from the $100 MBA show today and Webinar Ninja. I really appreciate it. All right, guys, that wraps up today's episode. I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Until then, take care. <laughs>